Hello and welcome back to Proactive New York. I'm Christine Carrado. With me in studio today is Prad Shaker. He's the CEO of CB2 Insights. Prad, great to meet you. Welcome to New York. Thanks. Glad to be here. Lots to talk about today, including a deal with a Colombian cannabis company, as well as your Q3 financials. Why don't you first start off with telling us about why you're here in New York? Uh, yeah, so uh, I miss the cold, so I have to come back. Right? <laughs> um, but uh, actually, we're here for the uh, Piper Jaffray Conference. Um, so they have their 31st annual healthcare conference. I was on a panel yesterday with uh, a couple of panelists talking about sort of the, the science side of medical cannabis, which is great, actually, because it's the uh, first time you're starting to see more involvement from non-traditional uh, cannabis investors. You've got more traditional biotech and life science investors trying to look into the space. It was well attended, mm. um, the conference in general, but the panels as well. So it was a, it was a good, good talk. And how are investors kind of digesting the CB2 Insights story? I think the need for research and data is important. Um, investors more in the traditional healthcare sector, I think, align with the fact that you need better clinical trials, you need uh, better pathways for drug development and commercialization. It fits well with you know their investment thesis in non-cannabis related products, mm -hmm. uh, which is why you tend to see more the you know players like GW Pharma that gets more exposure with those investor types. And I think it's it's a need when you talk medical. You know, it's no longer recreational. Might cross over wellness, but it's definitely now aligned with the types of rigorous protocols that need to be put in place for products. Along those lines, you've recently announced a partnership with a Colombian cannabis company to do exactly that. FCM Global. Tell yeah. me about that. So we've been preaching this for a long time, which is, you know, at some point, cannabis is going to get called to, uh, or cannabis products are going to get called to task and be able to validate and prove that they are actually doing what they say they're doing and the claims necessarily behind those products. And you're seeing that in the U.S. now, especially with the FDA more recently now starting to put stipulations on companies and maybe even giving them time to be able to do that before they take the products off the shelf. And so making claims on products are really important. FCM is one of those companies that really understands that purpose. And so they're one of the only Colombian um, producers who's actually licensed all the way from research through to commercialization. So from the need to understand the market, um, we're gonna start very early on in Colombia. The products are not available yet, just in general in Colombia. And so it's a good time now to start with physician education, starting to build uh, patient cohorts and registries so that you can look at the real world evidence behind how patients are using cannabis and from FCM's perspective they already have products but then also from a new product formulation how does that play into R&D and innovation and then effectively bringing products to market with better claims and better research and better publications behind them. Can you just add some more color as to how this partnership will plan to play out? So Dr. Cabillos, who's our medical director in Colombia, so we recently announced uh, opening in Colombia earlier, uh, I think second, third quarter this year, um, so she's been uh, working very hard and diligently with producers in Colombia. Uh, FCM's partnership will play out with what we see to be the right roadmap for, for product development and commercialization. So um, over the next uh, few quarters into, the, into 2020, we'll really be focused on establishing an infrastructure in Colombia. So mm. prescribing doctors, getting education to them. Uh, we obviously have a lot of technology with data that's gathered behind it to help guide and assist physicians in their conversations with patients and decisions around prescribing and dosing and product selection. So that's going to be a really big focus for us right now. And Colombia is making sure that we get physicians armed with the tools so that when products come to market, they're able to better conversate with their patients. Um, and then also be able to track those patients over time so that that research can really help with you know, FCM's perspective of understanding the true efficacy of their products and safety. Well, now let's talk roll-up strategy. I know this really fits into your 3Q financials, which you reported very yeah. recently, record revenue of $4.2 million. Um, talk about kind of what was fueling growth there. So we, uh, so we finally completed all, th so all three acquisitions that we made during the year. Uh, Q3 was our first full reporting quarter of all acquisitions in place. And so 
uh, since going public in March, uh, Relax Clarity, uh, the Medibel Group, and then New Jersey Alternative Medicine played into that. Uh, we've been preaching this since before they go public as well. Our strategy was a roll-up play with clinics in the U.S. Uh, we thought it was an excellent opportunity to add accretive revenue. So every asset has brought immediate revenue and uh, economies of scale. So not just on the revenue side, which is a 29% growth in Q3 over Q2, but if we even look at the EBITDA margins, we've gone from negative 25% EBITDA in Q1 to about negative 7% EBITDA in Q3. Wow. And we're committed to being able to bring that down to zero, which means moving into 2020, we established to be ourselves as a, as a break-even company with the ability to start posting profits now with what will be an organic growth measure in that business. And what's more interesting about that is the upside of the business and where we see the future growth of the business coming through research and data analytics the majority of those costs for the next three to four million dollars in revenue are already baked into that EBITDA margin today. Mm. And so as we look to gain a 50% business through research and data, we're going to see margins upwards of about 80-85% for the next few million dollars in revenue because we're already including those costs in the margins today. So it's sort of a, a free option now for the company to be able to really monetize on something that it's been investing into over the last few years. But the technology is really playing into now the ability to create those economies of scale, uh, bring down those costs that are not necessary anymore, and then use the accretiveness of these uh, roll-up plays to be able to help investors see not just top-line growth, but also um, you know, fundamentals of a sustainable business model. Definitely an exciting space to be yeah, in. Brad, is. thanks so much it for is. coming in. Well, thanks for having me.